Boys. Hey. Hi. It's Hi. It's, it's late. It is. Not, and that's not based on time. It's based on date. It's Sunday. It is The Sunday. last day of March. Yes. We survived the Ides, all of us, which is good. April Fools. Um, it will Some be April us. Fools when this episode gets gets over. Yeah. Gets over. And my English career has also now ended. No, um, we, we survived the Ides <laughs> of March, and we are on our way into April. Spring is in full swing. That rhymed. And uh, how's everyone's week been? It's been pretty good. Um, a lot of fun stuff, like kind of working up, wrapping up March, and you know, going into April. There's some exciting uh, films that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, uh, I don't and know t- what you're talking TV about. Shows. Oh, you do. Let's just end this game and call <laughs> the, it what it is. Wait, what's, no, what's, hold what, on. what <laughs> movies? What movies are coming out this month? I can't tell if "end this game" was the. It was a, that purpose. was the one. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. That comes out uh, 24, 26, 24. one of those days. Twenty four. I'll, I'll be on a plane to Scotland. And then twenty fourth of April. Twenty fourth of April. It's my birthday. Uh, Game oh, of Thrones have, starts back up, and I have two concerts I'm going to. Hot damn! Yeah, thank God you got your soft clothes. <laughs> so soft. <laughs> April is a soft clothes month for Bobby. It's, it is. <laughs> let's be honest. Every month is a soft clothes month for Bobby. Uh, but on a more shitty note, there's been two things that's happened at my house. I'm not very fond of because of all the rain that we've been getting here in the Midwest. Uh, I have a leak in my roof, and I have some water in my basement. And nice. both both <laughs> of those sexual. things are real shitty and not Getting fun. on both ends. Getting it Is, on both uh, ends. Is the roof the cause of the water in the basement? Or? No. No. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> the water in the basement might be a really big, 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 Ooh. nasty project um, of, like, collapsed pipes beneath our basement floor. Hmm. Gross. Yeah, my my in laws just went through that. Yeah, I'm not so so fond fond of it. But the the roof, I think, is something really simple. Like our flashing was a little off in a certain area, and I think some of the rain came in through that. But a little drywall patchwork and some fun stuff like that, we'll get it all back in order. I'm more concerned with the basement, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So roofs are also, roofs are relatively easy to fix if yeah. you have to uh, if you got to do it. So outside of that shit, man, like things are good, but like that's kind of been weighing me down a little bit. Just with yeah, some stuff sure. to navigate. Sure. Uh, Sarge, how you been? Sick. <laughs> I'm better now, but man, it lasted like yeah, a week. This and is a gonna half, be a weeks. really bad how you've been round table, I have to feel yeah. it. Yeah. No, <laughs> when you guys get to me, it's gonna <laughs> really take a nosedive. <laughs> yeah, that's, we're falling apart, guys. You know, our feet are soaking wet, but our ankles are bone dry here. Our, pe- over our pets' heads are falling off. <laughs> Damn it. Like our feet are soaking you're so wet. Peedy? Our feet are soaking wet, but our ankles are bone dry. I'm confused. How are your feet wet, but got no wet ankles? Because, I mean, we're in that much of water. It's not up to our ankles yet, but our yeah, feet it's, are pretty it's, wet. You know, and Bobby's... That's just a- it sounds Bobby's like it could be a lot worse. Yeah, Bobby's I, feet, like, Bobby's like feet have a thickness of four feet, right? <laughs> yeah, I got to remember, he's 20 feet meaty, tall. Meaty paws down there. <laughs> Bobby's <laughs> like, my feet are tw- 10 inches tall, okay? Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, my feet are actual, like, you know, people. I got people feet. Where most people's <laughs> knees start, that's where Bobby's ankles start. A lot start. of really weird conversations happen below the waist around me. Come on, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Bobby's like my Bobby's like my feet are hobbit sized, 
And you might uh, think that means they're the yeah, my feet my are the same size Samuel, as Hobbit my right feet. one's Frodo. But what I mean is my <laughs> feet are the Christ. size of two Hobbits. <laughs> they have conversations with each other in the morning. No bitch. Sorry, did you say Samwell? Yeah. Thanks for being on the show, Bobby. It's been a blast, but <laughs> yep. uh, today's your last episode because his name is Samwise. <laughs> no, it's Samwell. Uh, That's my no. foot. <laughs> Yo, <Okay>. Samwell. <laughs> 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 because of the European copyright, I can't say his full name and take credit for it. Jesus H. Shots fired. Good morning over there, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Happy Monday, assholes. We are now. April Fools. April Fools. April Fools, cunts. Anyway. Um, Eric, Cheerio. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh God! How was my week, uh, Eric? Do you want to walk us through your? Um, yeah, I well, one doesn't simply walk to Mordor, but you're going to walk us there anyway. So ah, let's do it. Jesus! Um, so you could last... flew an eagle from the beginning of the movie. Just saying. Um, <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> that would have that you could do. There's so many we could. That would be a really funny offshoot podcast. Is plot holes in movies that you could have ended the movie in five minutes. Like All right, I need, to, like I need to comment on this before we go any further. You could not have just flown eagles in because the eagles couldn't go into Mordor until Sauron was dead so that he couldn't see them coming and couldn't send his wargs and wraiths after them. The wraiths were fucking dragons. And so the only reason they showed up at the end is because A, Sauron was dead, B, the ring was destroyed, and C, the war was ending. And they could fly in without anybody coming after them. I'll tell you what, that's not the only but thing that's destroyed. My interest in that is slowly eagles, becoming destroyed I think you'd well. be fine. So it you, was like six, motherfucker. There's not thousands of them. There's they like only needed six so, at that point, but you so, could have flown so you a need, thousand. You needed stealth eagles. Is, there you is, go. Is what we needed. All right. Yes. You needed F-22 Raptors. How are you doing? Paint their feathers black, and we're good. Paint their feathers black, throw a sock cap over their heads, and yep. cut eyes out, and paint their eyes show. with fucking black. Well, some skull, like some show. skulls on the masks. <laughs> call of fucking fucking Ghost <laughs> Recon shit. Let's call of <laughs> fuck Call of Duty. It's now Call of Eagles. Wraith, Wraith, Wraith Recon. Wait, isn't that Always Sunny? The Eagles of War. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yo, I got news about that. Eric, please talk about your shitty week so we can move on. Yeah, my week wasn't that shitty. I mean, I, I last weekend, shortly after, what was it? Did we do Saturday night was the recording last week? Yeah, shortly yeah. after the podcast last week, I uh, was rushed to the ER because of a crushing pain in my chest. Um, luckily, nothing was wrong, so I think uh, just bad life choices. Um, over the last couple of months are the result of it. I go see my general... Uh, my general practitioner uh, here on Tuesday, uh, he's going to look at me. This is the guy uh, who, uh, two years ago when I was pushing 300 pounds, um, looked at me and said, you are a fucking athlete. Get off your ass. Um, and that prompted me to lose uh, a lot of weight. Uh, but now I just have to, it's gotten to the point where I'm 30 years old and I can no longer drink energy drinks because of other health conditions that I have. Um, which he thinks, he thinks is the causation. Um because I have an adrenal issue, uh, as it is anyway. But luckily, I'm back on my feet. Um, you know, exercising, working out again. Um, that happened. That was happening prior to going to the hospital. But uh, I wish. Uh, thank you, everybody, for the well wishes and the concerns. Um, but old man Glass 
He's officially old now because he went to the hospital because of chest pains. Oh, God. Oh, no. Anyway. Got moving on. by a bang. Yeah, sniped by a bang. Exactly. <laughs> sniped by a Jesus. bang. Uh, yep. Mm. All right, guys. Hey, great, listen up. We've great, all had... Great all show. Had, we've all had our one or two or maybe three bad bangs in our life, all right? Yeah. That's the... Um, yeah, okay. I see where you did there. You see it like that, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, if you guys didn't notice, my week was so bad, I cut my beard off. Um, yep, not completely. Just, thank not God. Completely. It's clean shaven. I like fuck it. Fuck up. It was tough, getting tough to knuckles. Was, Get the fuck out of here. At least, uh, at least you guys can grow facial hair. I mean, so this is like three Wait, days, what? Eric. This is three days <laughs> too, Ryan. <laughs> he said three days, Ryan. Ryan. Your face <laughs> looks like Robin Williams' knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a visual. That is that's why a I called visual. Him, that's why I called him Tuft Knuckles, because he's got facial hair like Knuckle Tufts. Oi. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I quit. I got like four or five more grays in this mess just from this show. Yeah, I've watched them grow. Yeah. I thought you had like something you spilled in your beard, but I realized it wasn't dripping milk. It was just age. No, that's just like, that's one for all of you. Thanks. Um. Okay, so my uh, my last couple weeks have been a little rough and tumble, but I'm on the I see the light at the end of the tunnel, so I think things are good? going good. Yeah, I'm starting to feel a little better. Um. So somebody brought up fucking uh, Always Sunny a second ago, and Ryan brought up that he'd been watching Community, and I found out today that Danny Pudi, who is the actor who plays Abed Nadir in Community. Is in a show coming up on Apple TV, written by Rob McElhenney and um, 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 Charlie Day. Yep. About a video game development studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got fucking Ashley Birch in it too. Yep. And so Ashley Birch and Danny Pudi in a show written by Charlie Day and Rob McElhenney is going to be fucking amazing. And that should so, be this fall, right? Yeah, I think so. so. It doesn't real, have a date on IMDb, but yeah, real quick story. Danny Pudi is the brother of my director of marketing at the company I work for. Wow, um, you should get Danny Pudi on the podcast one 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 day, boys. We're, we're, yeah. we're gonna we're, we've I've already planted the seed. I've already had the conversation. Um, so we'll uh, we'll see what we can do. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be insane. insane. That's pretty cool. Troy and Abed, and now we just need to get Donald Glover, and we'll never have the nice. podcast again. Yeah. Um. Okay. No, if we got Donald Glover, we'd all just be sitting here going. Um. Yeah, I'd stare at Donald Glover like he stares at Lamar Burton. Yep. Like, what are we? What are, what are we going to talk about? And then he would say something wise, and then we'd all just go, "Oh, you're wrinkling my brain. You're wrinkling my brain." <laughs> <laughs> so we had a. A busy week of news. There's some big shit to happen. Yes. Uh, not as busy as last week, but yes, busy. Sorry, no, I'm was... just I'm I have PTSD from putting in 23 news links last week. The yeah, there's a lot that, that happened lot. last week, uh, but there were some big events. Like you mentioned, Apple on their TV shows. Do you want to talk a little bit about what else they announced? Oh no, I forgot about that. So yeah, um, this week Apple announced not only um, Apple TV Plus, they called it, right? Apple TV Plus. Yep. Which is a streaming service that's going to have its own... It's fucking Netflix, but Apple-centric. Um, it's going to have its own TV shows that are exclusive. Um, it's gonna they have got a, some bangers of the talent. <laughs> you don't pronounce the G in that word, but yes, they do have some bangers. Um, 
I don't remember who they are. I need to look in. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it! I mean, they Bobby. got Oprah. Okay. That's Anybody a big, else that's a, important? That's a, Steven Spielberg. Uh, <laughs> okay, Steven Jason Spielberg. Momoa. They've got uh, whatever his name is. Aquaman. Oh, that's a good one. Jason well, I know Momoa. who Jason Momoa is. I don't think yeah. it's a huge deal. But I mean, he, he's on about every fucking poster out there right now. Uh, Jason Momoa is the he fucking love. He's that not guy. on. He's not on the Avengers poster. No, he's oh. DC and proud. Oh, he's the one who like brought in a lot of money for DC. He actually made more money Bobby, this movie than com- Batman movies did. Yeah, Bobby, I'm being completely contrary. Contra- and uh, I'm not even seen right Aquaman. Now. And you I haven't seen Aquaman either. Guy that has Batman tattoos, but just saying. Um, he's doing good. They've got hot a take, lot of... Hot take. Ben Affleck is the best Batman we've gotten. Uh, mm. Best Batman? Disagree. Maybe. Val Kilmer. Not the best. Fuck! Almost got the straight face. Like, almost did it. I <laughs> could <laughs> <laughs> the second no, like, you guys started laughing, I was like, in, oh, I can't. The involuntary, the involuntary that, fuck that came out of my lungs. Whenever he goes to save Martha, that was basically an Arkham video game. <laughs> Dude, him fighting, it's him Arkham. fighting in those ga- in those movies is the is better than Batman ever has fought. In a, Which in, Batman? In a, in a movie, uh, the Ben Affleck Batman in Batman vs. Oh, Superman I haven't seen in any Justice of them. League. Fights like a fucking lunatic. And it's yeah, they amazing. actually gave him like they actually gave him an uh, a, like Ben Affleck like legitimate like uh, Krav Maga and Muay Thai like fight training and mixed created a mixed martial art for him to do in those movies. Like the Bale Batman's the first one, they used something called the Casey fighting method, which is a very very young martial art. Uh, it's a relatively legitimate martial art, but it's super young and nobody knows it. Uh, and it then was the other one slow in some portions too. Like I yeah, watched, yeah, was, I just was, watched like the Dark Knight Rises the other day, and he was like, "I'll punch you, and then I'll take like five seconds to get this one over there too." I think that's more. Don't I hit think me. that was more um, the directing style and fight choreography than it was yeah. Bale's yeah, inability so. to move. Um, Bobby, I think you're hearing audio from my headphones because my headphones are loud. Sorry, everybody, if you're hearing double audio, my headphones are kind of loud. Anyway. Go on. We uh, have now completely diverted off of oh, Apple yeah. Arcade. So, so aside from aside from um, Batman, aside from us getting the Apple TV Plus announcement, which includes the bevy of new shows and new content, through that, um, we also got the reveal and announcement of um, Apple Arcade, which is like I don't want to say like Game Pass because it's not the the same, but it's, I think it's, a, a, I think it's, it's a, one of the closer resemblances. Yeah. Like, yeah, so it's a, it's a it's a subscription that comes with uh, exclusive games made on the ac- on the Apple uh, in the Apple um, not environment. Store? What's the word ecosystem. called? Ecosystem. Thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. We don't have a price yet. We don't have a date yet. It's kind of it'll be interesting. Um, it, 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 uh, they also have some really cool stuff coming to it. Like it looks like they have some stuff from that game company and. I think one thing to really make note of that I thought was impressive was their focus on exposure for developers that normally wouldn't get it. Yeah. And I think that they are doing a really good job of addressing a problem that has, in a lot of ways, been created by the smartphone market, which is the introduction of, like, the freemium games and, like, what that does from, like, a value versus, like, exposure, like... People like the the drop off rates of like I'm not going to play this game if it costs more than you know a free experience with some some baked shit. 
I fucking hate that. I mean, it's we've we've, we've covered it a lot on this show, and I think this is um, you know Game Pass does it indirectly. They haven't come out fully like this loaded and cocked, saying like, "Hey, we're going to help out these developers." But one thing I like a lot about the the focus that Apple had with this is that they're looking at a way to help development studios tell their stories better to more people. Um, it's also interesting that they're using beyond just like iPhones and iPads. Like this goes to Apple TV. This goes to to Mac OS as well. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if it has the the fluidity that like something like Stadia does, where I can go from an iPhone to an iPad, iPad to an Apple TV. Like I want to see it in action. Did you just say iPads? iPads? Uh, I, I heard iPad. i I heard iPan. iPan like you like you pan? like flapjacks like kitchen pan. products Apple kitchen products. <laughs> Panned. Panned? Pan. Panned. Pan. Pan. Anyway, moving like on. Like the god of of the whatever. Anyway, uh, no, so it's I'm, super it's super interesting what that's gonna be able to offer and what its focuses are. Because the other cool thing about it is that it is baked into their family share, which yep. allows uh, a family to spend whatever that price is gonna be and have that on six different accounts, which is really really cool. Yo, Bobby, yeah, why I, the fuck did you ask me to talk about that when you know more about it than I do? <laughs> I just wanted to watch you play a little bit. All right. <laughs> See, that's that's cool because that's one of the sticking points uh, my wife and I have been talking about because we're almost done with our current generation of iPhones. Um, I'm not the type of person that when a phone immediately comes out, I go and get it. Um, I pay the phone off and then I'll have it for a couple months and then go, okay, cool. What am I upgrading to? Um, and I have been looking at leaving Apple for quite a bit. Um, not necessarily anything of Apple's technology's fault. I just am tired of AT and T's um, craziness and shit towards it. Um, but I was very quickly overruled by my wife in saying, "Well, no, we're not leaving Apple because every person we know, including the rest of our families, have an Apple device, and we're not going to be the ones outside of that FaceTime ecosystem." Outside yeah. of the App Store ecosystem, she's like, yeah, if you, you FaceTime read, on Facebook, yeah, fa- right? yeah, FaceTime and everything. Yeah, no, well, we could, but you know, one of us doesn't have Facebook anymore. What's the uh, new What's the new Facebook uh, video chat called? Marco Pol- White, huh? the no, one Portal. This one that Portal. You, have, portal. Like, you give You give Facebook access to a camera and a, a microphone in your home. No thanks. So, that sounds like a really good idea. No thanks. Nope. No thanks. Yeah, it's a hard pass. I forgot my tin hat, but I'm going to wear it more around here. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you have to remember I'm hypersensitive about what I went through with Facebook. You are, yeah. And we yes. also just discovered that her profile was never really deleted. They just gave it to that fucking other person, and he now out fucking right owns it. Right. right. I'm still married to this person. They haven't bothered to change that. Oh. So, How's that tin going? hat... Yeah, it's 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 a rocky relationship. Um, Is it, it's complicated. It's yes. Uh, <laughs> the status should be updated. Can you uh, change it? To it's I, complicated? I, I can, unfortunately, which that would be really funny. I wish I could mess with it. Um, but I was messing with it a couple weeks ago when I found it, and they finally just blocked me. Um, I was like, "Well, wait a minute." <laughs> anyway, um, so we could have a tin hat conversation later. Um, but yeah, I think sure. I, what I was where I was going with Apple Arcade is I think it's interesting. We're going to start. It's it's funny that we saw Google announce. It's funny that we've seen Apple announce. All that tells me, and all that gives me the feeling is is that micro, whatever Microsoft is going to show us at E three, 
is got other developers who have potentially seen it and other <laughs> pulling and out all their stops going fucking... going oh oh god microsoft has it they have the magic <laughs> bullet we need oh to god. get we need to get yeah. ahead of the market curve here and get people on our platforms to potentially keep them uh, yeah. because it is going to turn into the next couple <clears throat> of years okay guys you've got um the nuclear arms race is who is going to get my subscription dollars every month Mm-hmm. I, every every month when Melissa and I, my wife and I Melissa sit down to do the budget we have a hundred bucks for subscriptions that's it that's our, that's our budget for the month we're going to use those we're going to allocate that however we want across the different services and anybody, anything that falls outside of that it's like where are we dropping to get that and that's just something we've done you know to make sure our, you know our money is working for us versus the other way around um, welcome to the budgeting podcast with hybrid glass <laughs> <laughs> anyway Moving in, uh, moving on. I think that's that's what they're trying to do. Is I do like that it has the Apple, uh, it has the family sharing. I think that's super cool mm-hmm. um, because uh, you know my daughter now has her own email address, which is awesome. So we we've added her to the family, so she now has access to it in her own. Uh, she's starting to get her own accounts um, on selective services. But yeah, I think yeah. like I said, I think it's just them and Google, Apple and Google coming out. Uh, I think it's just them trying to get ahead of the Microsoft wave um, that is about right, to just sure. overtake people. So yeah, that was a, that was a big thing. Uh, I'm, I was excited about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, Bobby, your your, incite, your excitement kind of just trailed off there with your final comment. It was like I'm excited about. Okay. No, I I, I am. Uh, I'm very excited. Like I, I have to be a little delicate with when I bring stuff like that up. But. Yeah. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, so full disclosure for anybody hearing that, like, Bobby doesn't want to talk a lot about it and doesn't want to give a, a strong opinion about it because he has uh, worked with Apple in the past and does some today yeah. um, without giving away what he's in the middle of doing. So um, <laughs> there's a few things that, like, we haven't really run into this issue um, right now because we're relatively fresh and new um but like as we become bigger we'll we'll have more connections and like one of the things i really appreciate in the game journalism is when people are upfront about their connections and their ties if you listen to waypoint they're always like we're talking about this game but we know the guy who did this writing for it right you know this girl who did this writing for it so like know that um so that's that's us doing that bobby doesn't want to have uh opinionated takes on this uh, service because he doesn't want to uh i don't speak for apple on yeah. anything that I share on the show. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Um, so to move on with other news, <clears throat> there is a, b- a bunch of shit. I mean, do you, let's just talk about the big shit, Eric. You know you want to run with it. It happened. <laughs> the game I've been waiting for now. What happened? For oh god, I don't even know. I've been talking about it. Was announced, and all I'm going to say is I was fucking right. I've been calling it since the end of the second game. They just announced it. Borderlands 3. I, I wish we we should just run the trailer right now and then end the podcast. Uh, we are getting... I could probably pull up the trailer. We are getting four new Vault Hunters. We are getting uh, two new baddies. Uh, one of them is a Siren. I can't remember. The, the Calypso Twins. Um, they are... Uh, one of his is was one of the sirens. So now we have, you know, we know there are four sirens. Uh, in we know we know of five. Um, she's, you know, if somebody has not replaced the general from the first game, 
uh, yet there may be actually six sirens in the universe active right now because uh, the one little girl that does the fist bump with Maya, I am thinking is a siren. A whole bunch of you know, I've watched anal- I've watched the trailer analysis. We've got the potential release date of October first or maybe January for you know January, January of next 10. year January ten of next year. We'll find out for sure. Randy Pitcher's already tweeted um, that on the, the yeah on the third. What was the thing that you said that you were right about? Oh, sorry. The uh, the fact yeah, that no. at the end. So spoilers if you haven't played the second Borderlands yet. Sorry, the two people uh, in this. Um, at the oh, end of the, I, I know I know what happens. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the second game, the four protagonists look up, and the vault key shows multiple vaults scattered across the universe. And right. definitively in the trailer, they said save the worlds, and then you get a flash montage of multiple yeah. worlds, which is awesome. It also confirms that this is going to be what Borderlands Two was kind of a precursor of a live service game. We're going yeah. to have four distinct character classes each of those character classes it's already confirmed have multiple action skills which is new to the franchise so like we see amara at different places that uh amara being the siren the new one has like kind of that big where she has the multiple arms uh ground and pound skill that is a melee oriented thing then we have she also has like a crowd control lockdown and there's another one that she can kind of shoot things out i've watched i've watched this trailer frame by frame like six times i just want mordecai and bloodwing back yeah, they're in there. I don't know if they're going to be playable. I Why think that, Mordecai. I well, think they aren't. They I, aren't. Yeah, Mordecai I, is. That's Blood true. Wing yeah, yeah. Died. I know. Homie. I know. It's, it's, it's sad. Um, but I think it would be interesting as they start bringing things back. I think it's really super interesting that Brick looks like Marcus Phoenix now. <laughs> Brick uh, looks like Duke Silver. <laughs> he does. Yeah, Marcus Phoenix and Duke Silver. That's pretty good. Um, Warm up. But yeah, I. <laughs> I could, uh, I could, I could the take this. The tones of Duke Sue. I, I mean, I could literally talk about this for the next hour. Um, Yo, who's yeah. the big so fucking Cyclops robot that looks like Legion on steroids for Mass Effect? I don't know, but that um, shit looks fucking. Uh, that's the character I'm playing. I don't even I know. know. He's, he's a, really good. I can't remember his name, but he's a Beastmaster class. So he actually, or Hunter, he actually gets three pets. Uh, Are they uh, machine pets? No, they're actual ones of a skag. If you go to the trailer, it shows a scene where he's twirling his knife. If you pause right there, his, one is a skag. The other one looks like uh, one of the big, like kind of crawler crab things. Uh, oh and then God. there's a new animal, a new thing right behind him uh, that looks to be the third pet. Not confirmed yet, but the yo, he he legit looks like Legion. He and does. I was like, I'm he gonna, does. This, this is my dude. This is so uh, he's basically V from Devil May Cry. Yeah, and then you've got uh, Amara, which is our siren. Uh, I can't remember the the <laughs> Ryan's just like yeah. the one the uh, the little girl, but she's actually the soldier class, um, cool. and she spawns a titan, and you can actually co-op ride that titan. There's a turret oh on top of it, so when she spawns her ultimate, somebody titan else can get three confirmed. Yeah, yeah, Titanfall three confirmed <laughs> in Borderlands. Uh, and then the other guy, I can't remember his name. Um, Oh my god, the fucking Beastmaster's name is Flack? Flack, thank you. There we go. Fuck, was, that's good. What's Thanks, the chat. S- Fuck, that's good. Uh, what is the... Thanks, Doom Stick. What is the... Uh... <laughs> Just have Ryan start painting Bob Ross. <laughs> what is... <laughs> What is the uh, what is this the uh, the the assassin class's name? He's supposedly like a very rich gentleman. Um, so I'm wondering if him and Hammerlock have some sort of relation. <laughs> no. That'd be cool. 
Um, well, anyway, yeah, I mean, I can sit here. Bush over here. <laughs> and, uh, a, a friendly stream here. Uh, what was the? Where did you get like the decrypted potential release date of October or January? So there's a there's a, a couple of cuts when they're showing the separate worlds, and one world has the number ten. Um, each of these pictures flashes really quick, and it's as soon as this number comes into view that it flashes away. There's one with the ten, and then the one with the big city skyline. As it pans up to the city on the top right, you can see an O one, and in the same font, <clears throat> and it flashes away as soon as it goes. Uh, as soon as it goes past the full width of the number. So people are thinking that means October 1st, which um, the Borderlands 1 released on the, in October of 2009. So no, Borderlands 1 was March. Borderlands 2 was... Borderlands o- 2? Was September, and Borderlands 3, so could be October. Uh, but yeah, Borderlands October. 1 was March, because I remember I took the entire week off of work to play it. So they think it's, it might be... Uh, <laughs> He clipped it. <laughs> um, October That's 1st funny. would be a Tuesday, and if it came out in January 10th, that would be a Friday. Both are possible. I think we're going to get it this year. I don't think we're going to get... I don't think we're going to wait until Hold next on. year. What? Borderlands didn't come out... Borderlands 1 came out in October of 2009. The pre-sequel came out in March of 2015. The Borderlands 2 came out in September... No, what came out in March 24th, 2015? The Borderlands. Handsome the Handsome Collection came out in, on the, in, in March. Borderlands 1 released October 20th, 2009. So it so makes are, sense for them to release the game this year in October, Borderlands 3 in October this year, because it's the 10-year anniversary of 1. Yeah, that does make that sense. Just be, like, do you think that they're going to use the remaster of Borderlands as like a way to tread water until January? Tread no. water, because it's it's less tread water and more just like, hey, here's some shit. It's it's not even a release of the. I mean, you're getting. Uh, if you already own the handsome collection, you're getting all of the updates on the third for free, right? Um, so if you own the handsome collection on the Xbox, you're automatically getting all those texture packs. So I've already ins- I've already gone and installed it. Um, I don't know what my computer is doing. Sorry, guys, I'm just like freaked out. Um, so that that's going to be fun. I don't know necessarily think it's going to be treading water. I think it's going to be we're going to see the release date. I if I had to lay money on it, it's going to be probably October of this year. I don't think they're going to wait uh, until next year. They've been working on it for five years. It's never been that long since they announced. The only one that was announced with any type of length between it was the first one because if you remember the games the games what is a game spot or game whatever the hell the magazine was uh that you used to get for having elite status at gamestop game informer game informer, game informer thank you it's still around yeah, yeah. um the game That's informer the yeah the original game informer article was borderlands much 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 different um and after that article came out it was very much um there was kind of lukewarm reception to it, and then that's when they went back, and the original uh, art director went back and said, "What if we did this?" And Pitchford was like, "Oh yeah, uh, yes, do it." And then that's yeah. why that one got delayed. Um, yeah, no, Borderlands One being uh, reskinned, resurfaced is 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 the equivalent of Halo putting reach into the Master Chief sure. collection. Like, right. I don't think it's I don't think it's filling a gap. I think it's just like, yo, we have this collection of our stuff and right. 
why not just have this this in it? Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's super fucking cool one way or the other. I'm excited that they're doing that. I'm excited for three. Really excited for three. How okay? So can I? I want to. How do how do people jump to the conclusion that like it being on multiple worlds means it's live service? No, I'm. Because I don't I'm, think I'm, it's going to be live service. No, I'm the going. Other games are. No, I'm. Borderlands Two was pretty much a live service game with the shift codes and the way that they release content and with the you know way that they expanded the world. I have a feeling that we're going to see a lot of on. It was a precursor to it, a hundred percent. Um, I mean, yeah, microtransactions. Yeah. <coughs> well, are, well, yeah, are microtransactions the definitive characteristic of a live service game, though? No. Uh, right. They're, it's constant updates. You're the one that used them as a, as a... Okay. So the shift codes less, the updates more. Yeah, yeah. Sh- yeah. Uh, okay. Well, shift codes aren't microtransactions, though. You can get shift codes all over the place. Like, you just follow Randy Pitchard on Twitter, and he just gives them out. Um you know that's you can buy okay. shift code packs if you want, but uh, you know you don't have to. I had at one point a thousand shift codes. Um, yeah, they get you get them like every fucking yeah. week, multiple times over. Yeah, if you look at if you tweet at Randy <laughs> Pitchford and say I like card tricks, he'll give you thousand shift codes. Um, oh my god! So remember that. Um, it's but like the magic trick. I th- what I'm thinking is is with the multiple worlds, they're going to continue expanding this universe, and it's going to be closer to what we see as a quote unquote live service game, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, than yeah. what we have in the past. Yeah. Let's hope it's not a live service game. Um, <laughs> moving on. And I only say that because most yeah. live service games that are out right now come out broken as fuck, and I don't want Borderlands to be broken. Um, but I don't think the model the not. The, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find why what's been broken as far as like functionality. I mean, yes, storyline lack of features and shit like that. You're sure. I mean, uh, yeah, that's what and, I mean. Okay, that's and, I mean. and I'm excluding Anthem from that, right? I think this is the third. I'm not worried about Borderlands at all because it's the third game in the franchise. The formula is tried and true, and everything I can see from that trailer. Mm. Oh, yeah, but like, to, I don't want to linger on the topic too long, but like. The last three games haven't been live service. Um, they've they've gotten close, but they're they're not like live service is Fallout seventy six, Destiny, Division, and like those their games haven't been close to like that. There's way more content in them. There's way more completion to them. There's way less uh, reliance on uh, some player. Uh, I, I don't know. The game, to jump into being an actual live service game, needs to change some things. I hope they don't change. I, I, I'm i excited for them to have a lot of content that continues to come out and come out and come out, but I don't think I don't, a live service game Yeah, I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to belabor on it, but I think you and I have are going to agree to disagree on this one. I think we're going to see a lot more live service-esque features out of this than what we have in the past, and I think this franchise, more than any, is positioned to do it in a way that does not hurt the experience because they've been doing sure. it now for the last two games with the drop-in, drop-out co-op. Um, I mean, something we talked about in the episode about video games being too expensive and how we thought that they would have to shift a little bit maybe to offset some of the uh, the cost that goes with it and maybe moving to more of a live service strategy. Is one, that was one of the theories that we had for most games. Was yeah. Yeah. To that point. Yeah. So I don't know, like... I think Borderlands, quite frankly, makes sense that way. Yeah, I think my brain's just having a disconnect between live service and, like, season pass. Sure. Because, like, to be honest, live service games are just a reskin of what a season pass was. 
because people fall right. out with the idea of season passes. Correct. Anyway, sorry, we've been talking about this a long time. I'm going to take control and we're going to move. Um, fuck EA, they thoroughly laid off 350 more people. Um, nope. For it, man, ugh. It doesn't make any sense for them to have the best year they've ever had and be like, but we missed our project. It's like an Olympic athlete running and setting a world record and then being fired by his coach because he didn't beat the world record by more. Fuck off. It doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, it sucks. That's All that really- Apex money, man. <laughs> it, it does suck, but there's a layer of intricacy there that we're not seeing and understanding, sure, right? I mean, sure. there is, and unfortunately, whenever shareholders get involved, it, it becomes a shit show for all those, you know, um, you know, all those involved. I'm not defending EA. I, I will be the last person to defend them. Um, but there's there's things that we're not privy to um, to say, you know, hey, shit, it, it, it sucks. My heart goes out to those people if anybody, you know, Anybody listening to that needs help finding a job, I, I'll do what I can. Um, you know, but the, you know, yeah. it's, there's things there that we can't see when it comes to layoffs that unfortunately. Yeah, I also, I also said they laid off more people and it was Activision that laid off people before. So, whoops, rewind that. This is their first. It was them that had the best year ever, right? Or was that Activision? No, that was Activision. Fuck. All right, I just stumbled through this whole thing. Yeah, um, Activision e- yeah, EA's, e- yeah, EA's it's had not... a pretty shit year, uh, if you think yeah. about it. They've, yeah, 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 yeah. Their Madden sales are down. They got slambasted with... Lambasted? Lambasted? Whatever. <laughs> they got slambasted. Slambasted um, <laughs> with um, Battlefront. Uh, and then even, you know, not that Battlefield 5 was... Or Battlefield... Is it... Yeah, Battlefield 5 was did terrible it just it didn't launch you know its launch expectation was not great anthem yep sold great but it didn't i mean the player base is just disintegrated um yeah. Yeah, partly because i think there were some empty promises there um and or just like people thought they were getting something different right and i think that's or, i don't know it, it's but we, yeah, we also don't, and I don't, I don't put that on, I don't put that on Bioware at all, right? There was many, many things that factor in there, and we don't know how much EA had to do with that. Sure. Um, and I apologize, Doomstick, that nobody um, has mentioned Mr. Torg. High five, Flexington. Um, Hold on, Insanity yes. Rebirth and over in my chat brought up Mr. Torg. Too. Insa- Insanity Rebirth is Doom. I know him as Doomstick from another. Uh, from from times past. Sorry. Oh yeah, he's doing thick in your yeah. in your Discord. Yep. All right, all right. You fucking pick a single name, buddy. Yeah, um, moving on with news. Um, we have April's Xbox games with gold. They are Techromancer, Outcast, Star Wars Battlefront Two, and Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter Two or Graw Two for the. No, that's the original Battlefront Two, not the the good one. Right. Good yeah. One. No, this is the original Pandemic Games. Battlefront, um, which I have that game on my, excuse me, on my PlayStation Two still. Yep, and play the fuck out of it. Yep, it's super good. Um, but the Techomancer is April first through thirtieth, so that's all month. Um, Outcast is April sixteenth through May fifteenth, so that's the thirty days in the middle of the months. Um, Battlefront Two is April first to fifteenth, and Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter Two is April sixteenth through thirtieth. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty sweet. And we'll find out what we're getting on Game Pass next month because they keep fucking. You can use that to recruit for the army. 
Sorry? He use what? Garal too. Never mind. Oh. Segway. Segway. <laughs> God damn it, Caleb. No, I, my he brain just, was like, what are you... I just didn't... Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, this is actually shared by Sarge this week, and I um, thought it was interesting at first, and then read a little bit, and it makes a little bit more sense. But um, this is from CBS, which not a game site, but whatever. Um, their headline is that the Army is turning to video gamers for new recruits. On its face, that headline fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Because people that don't read news are going to look at that headline and be like, oh, yeah, because, you know, you play shooter games, you're good at shooting. And that's not that's not the case. Um, they're just looking at video gamers uh, because of their ability to think on the fly and, you know, deductive reasoning skills used in real time um, with very short uh, spans of time in between you know, potential problems. Um, and, like, the the person, the sergeant that they, inter- they interviewed, like, talking about this was, like, it's not only, like, infantry. People keep thinking it's only infantry, but we're talking, like, people in um, cybersecurity and ops and, like, stuff like that. So it's interesting. Um, I don't know. R- Ryan, uh, Ryan, go, and then I'll follow up. Oh no! He said the sergeant that was interviewed, and I just raised. My oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you were putting. Your- <laughs> <laughs> ah. No, I mean, I, I do, I do like the idea of it. I mean, they gave the guy gave his one of the quotes was, "It's a decision making, you know, it's decision making. It's the ability to take in a lot of information quickly and be able to make a decision based on that." And I mean, if you think about it, every battle royale game that we take. We're like, hey, there's a fight over there. Do we run into it or do we strategically move around it? And then three seconds later, we make our decision and we win either win or lose. I mean, it's not like how right. real life yeah, real think- life shouldn't go the same way, but obviously. But right. I mean, you're going to think about it a little more than three seconds. Wait, I should stop but- living like that then? <laughs> I think I get in the car and I'm like, I could go left or but I could hey, go wasn't right. Wasn't there like? Help me, help me remember this. Like a few years ago, didn't like. One branch of the military put out an actual America's video. Army. <laughs> yeah, I knew exactly like, what there's like going. a game. That yeah, came the out, Army were, put that out. America's yeah. Army. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, this isn't new for them. This is old fucking hat. Yeah, and this is something the air. I mean, the Air Force actually did a study. Or was it? A, I don't know. They put out some set of statistics <coughs> about how gamers actually have faster Didn't the, get it. The, the recruits. <laughs> Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> I clicked the button, man. It didn't go off. <laughs> I was like, what did you... Sure, you wasn't the button. Yeah. <laughs> fucking taking it back. Yeah, taking it, it back. Was only, it was only the slight pause in Eric's sentence. <laughs> and Sarge was like, fuck, I didn't get the mute button. <laughs> I, I didn't even... I, I, wasn't, I thought he was talking about something else. So I didn't even realize the sneeze. Anyway, uh, it was the Air Force saying that... Uh, it was a couple of years ago that there were recruits that are coming in that have a background in playing video games test higher on the virtual scores than and somebody who uh, a recruit that doesn't right they have better eye hand coordination they have better sensory tracking they have better yep. data feedback but like bobby said this is old hat for the military the military has always been uh, and kept a pulse on what is hot uh, in popular yeah. culture to draw in new recruits right that's yeah. how they got me when i almost became a marine um, using this same exact tactic. Um, for those of you who don't know, before I met Melissa, my life goal was to be a Marine and become recon. Um, and then I met Melissa and that changed. Um, but yeah, 
it, you know, uh, and I have all the respect for our military. I love them to death. I do charities constantly. I'm involved with stackup.org is the one I'm working with right now, um, you know, for them. And I love our veterans. I just think, you know, this is something that we're always going to have to do with. I think the art, I, th- I think the headline is a little bit sloppy. Um, and to your point, I, Caleb, I agree. To, to your point, Caleb, your initial reaction in the discord, um, I think was spot on. Cause I saw the headline too. And I was like, eh, let's go yep. read Ugh, what fuck. this is actually, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. and, fi- and figure it out. And then I was like, oh, okay, this is not, these are kids. It's in, not nothing. Yeah. yeah these are kids. New. These are kids in psyops. These are kids in, uh, you know, cyber warfare divisions, um, not microbiologists. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, sorts of shit. They're just like. We're just going to take these people that, like, you know, flex their problem-solving skills yep. all the time. Exactly. Um, they also said that there's 7,000 active duty... Not active duty. Where's the where's the, the number? The more Army's than 7,000. The first all-Army eSports team with more than 7,000 active duty soldiers. Yep, that was it. Uh, that are now competing for 30 full-time positions. So, like, is it, like, an actual sports? Like, I can you get into the Army... In, and then no, and try out for this team and be a f- it says full time no positions. it's a no it's a it'll end up being well I mean it'll end up being like the army football team you'll still be on active right. or the band right you'll still be on active duty your full time position will be at following that but, but that's college yeah but I know people that are in like the actual army bugle corps and like. That's their job. Mm-hmm. They have to stay fit and shit, but their job in the army is to play the fuck out of a bugle. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. No, so, I'll eat the fuck out of some bugles. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. No. Oh, some more. okay. There's one more. Oh, there's two more. I'll let Bobby wrap up, but I want to just jump in real quick with something that disappointed both Eric and myself, and then as as the waves rippled out, everybody else that we talked to, um, Twitch came out today. Uh, came out this week and was like, "Yo, squad stream live now!" And we were like, "Oh fuck, we're gonna start squad streaming. It's gonna be dope. It's about um, to go down." And then you click on the link and you read about it a little bit, and it only launched for partners. So like. It didn't fucking launch. Um, so yeah. Squad Stream is out now. Partners can do it. So it's it's basically a beta test. Yeah. Um, well, I understand. And just a little bit of background for how you know listeners who may not know how Twitch works. Right. When you are a non-affiliated streamer, right. And I think Commander Root. If you guys don't know what that channel is, it's a channel that just analyzes API data, right? And they put it out. So I think there was a tweet earlier this year that they said out of the two million active streamers. Um, yeah, exactly, Doomstick, and that's what I'm what I'm explaining right now. Of the two million active streamers, there's only like half a million that are affiliated, right? So if you think about that, on a monthly basis, there's two million people that are actively streaming. A quarter of them are affiliated, and then only right. thirty thousand of them are partners, right? Yeah. Um, so of the one point five million people that are not affiliated that are streaming, they get no prioritization on the transcode, right? Um, zero whatsoever affiliates get prioritization on transcode only when there is bandwidth available and when i say transcode i mean when whatever obs is sending to twitch and then twitch is then turning around and disseminating across the network um partners get priority transcode so the issue there becomes is if they rolled it out to affiliates and partners at the same time one i don't necessarily fault them for this because getting partner status on twitch is hard as shit 
it's an yeah. earned fucking thing. And if you earn it, you wear that check mark. I mean, I'm not saying that all partners are like super awesome people. Um, most of them that I know are great people, um, but they wear that check mark. It, it takes work. To they, they they worked their ass off for that check mark, and they do it day in and day out. Uh, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, you play video games for a living," and now I'm going off on a different a different tangent, but I'll bring it back. Oh, you play video games for a living, but they don't see the shit that goes on in the background. Like I know a lot of my friends that are partner streamers. They are running their own business. They are marketers, content producers. They have to do their own promotions. A lot of them, they're their own managers. Um, and they have to, you know, book these things, run these things, get their own sponsorships. Um, so I, you know, I don't mind it. I think it'll come to affiliate as soon as, just like Doomstick said, and I say they solve the problem of how do they get around the priority transcodes for partners and affiliates. If I've got a priority, if I happen to start my stream and I, somehow score priority transcode and i bring you guys in that you don't there's going to be degradation across y'all's three streams and not mine which would ultimately look bad on y'all's part when it's not even y'all's fault right right uh, is what they have to solve there so anyway right um yeah so um we'll we'll keep our ears um to the ground and finally as soon as squad stream moves into the affiliate part of their population, we will start doing that because I think two, three out of the four of us on screen right now yep. are affiliate. Um, so we'll all be able to do it. And uh, I don't know how the process works. I don't know if you are an affiliate, if you can invite somebody that's not an affiliate, or like if you're a partner, if you can invite people that aren't a partner. Yeah, you can. Stream. It's just cool. It, it's literally. So I've we'll seen start it. Doing that. Yeah, I've seen screenshots of it. It's literally on the dashboard. It's just invite. Is there's a new widget on your dashboard that just says squad stream you pull it up a lot where like the raid host thing works um and then you just say an invite pops up and then it's pretty cool because the viewers count across everybody um so if like you know we all have 20 viewers a piece uh for that stream we would all technically have 80 viewers we just need the squad stream for with ninja yeah, and get in. Well, I'll be partner in like a couple <laughs> of weeks. Uh, um, uh, that's that's a whole. Let's we can make Twitch a topic uh, all on its yeah. own. Um, okay, so to wrap up news, so we don't talk about news for the entire podcast because it's been a minute of news. Been an hour. Um, Bobby, yes, take us We're, out. Yeah, so uh, Sony mimicked Nintendo with their state of play, and it's been. <laughs> Uh, tried to mimic Nintendo. They tried to mimic Nintendo, essentially just like breaking into like a small, a smaller update. Uh, especially after pulling out of E3 and a few other things, they uh, they have done a, an 11 game preview on their state of play. That primarily, I would say, like 75 percent to 80 percent of it was focused on their PSVR, which they are very proud of. Um, mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was something that a lot of folks were pretty upset with, considering like two of the big non-VR games that they showcased, one was they gave a little bit of a deeper look at Mortal Kombat 11, and then they went back to Days Gone, which, again, like, that's been, like, their one thing that they've been talking about over and over and over again. Um, that, that gets... Apparently, it's going to be the game to end all games. I mean, it's, it's uh, the only thing I gonna, can think of. Wait, what game is? Days Gone. Days Gone. I mean... <laughs> so... I, here, here's what I'll say. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to shit on anybody um, too hard here. But I was pretty underwhelmed. Like, considering what Sony has uh, not been doing, and knowing what everybody else around them has been doing, I felt like they would maybe would have came in a little bit stronger with some of their 
their future. And again, like, I have a PSVR, I have a PlayStation 4 Pro, like, I've enjoyed a lot of my experiences on that, but a lot of what they showed on this state of play was pretty underwhelming, to say the least. It's beyond strange... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. It's... I don't want to even say beyond strange, because it's not strange anymore because of its frequency, but it's it's unsettling to me the amount of like difference that exists between the game companies that are doing it right in people's eyes right now and so right. um like it it's it's strange that they have like they've touted having great first party games that are honestly like amazing. But like the idea that that's all that they need and that's all that we know that they have going into the future where Nintendo is crushing it in indie game stuff and just partnerships, partnerships, like all sorts of different things that they're doing. And then Xbox has turned their first party, what is their first party now, into not just a stable, but like a fucking garage of stuff. And like Sony, I I I get state of play because like Microsoft does um, inside Inside Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, but inside this Xbox, directs. yeah, like every other company does these, but they don't do these only, right? right. And if Sony's pulling out of its conference and pulling out of E3, and they're going to start doing and this, Microsoft are both going to be there this year. Yeah, and 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 they want to start doing this. Like, well, if this is the only thing you have to offer people, you have to do it better than inside Xbox. Uh, and here's Nintendo what I'll, here's what I'll say, man. Like, I I really. I have really enjoyed some of the exclusives this generation on on PlayStation, like more so than most others. It's been fan fucking tastic for me, but I do think that uh, a lot of the competition around them is starting to look at. Uh, I'm just reading the chat here. They're starting to look <laughs> at services and not necessarily exclusives, and like Sony. That was kind of what they've had as their bread and butter this generation. Is like we have the best exclusives. Like why wouldn't you have our 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 system? Like we have the best the best exclusives. We have an online service that's, that we're really proud of. We have innovative technology with PSVR. We got remote play. Like all these things that are like really well formed. But then the landscape around them is really shifting away from like exclusives as much as it is like we well this company is offering really great services. And so I think that. Um, I hope they change because, again, like I think competition's really good, and uh, I think that Sony has put out some fantastic products. Yeah. But I'd like I'd like to see I'd like to see them be a bit more humble um, yeah. in how they interact with their community. It's like, and uh, I mean, I don't want to shut anybody down, but but the last thing I'll say about this is, it it feels like um, I'm sitting in a room with the longest, most delayed echo ever. And and what I mean by that is fucking 2013 Xbox is like, it's going to be the only thing you need in your living room. <laughs> and then over the next three weeks, like, had to completely change what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. And then seven years later, Sony's like, PlayStation's going to be the only thing you need in your living room. And I'm like, guys, someone tried this recently. And the reason you're winning right now is because of that mindset. Like, we've got to figure out what we're wanting to do and do it well, not just like... I don't know. I don't know. I love Sony, and I love the games that they put out, but their their process right now is really hard to uh, parse, and it worries me. Just a little bit. Hey, as long as I get to see them 
broadcast them at church again, I'll be happy. <laughs> we won't. They backed out of E3. After having Damn the it. most pretentious E3 fucking presentation, they were like, it didn't, it, it's not working for us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's the news. That's, that's our, the news, yeah, I think, and we're sticking to it. Yeah, I think real quick, I mean... Doomstick brings up an interesting thing. Like they, Sony rotates executives a lot, right? I mean, that's part of the problem is they've always got somebody new or somebody coming in trying to make a uh, trying to make a mark, and I think that's really hurting them right now. Um, where Microsoft's Xbox team has now been together for several years, even when Phil Spencer wasn't in charge, he was still there. He was still working. You know, it, everybody knew who he was. Um, and then when he who shall not be named finally got let go and then Phil was given the reins um, you know he, it was uh, I'm just afraid he'll pop up like Beetlejuice or Voldemort so I don't want to say his name um, don't. you'd rather say Voldemort whose, <laughs> whose aka is literally he who will not be named you'd rather say that guy's name I'd, ra- I'd rather say Voldemort a couple times more than his name um, don't do it uh, <laughs> I won't do it three times though. Okay, I'm not crazy. Beetlejuice. He'll pop up like behind me and stab me in the neck Beetle. on stream. Okay, guys, we've talked about news for a long time, and this isn't just a news podcast; it's a topics podcast. You sure? It's not yeah, I mean, we, should we just finish I mean, with news? And yeah, I mean, we, topic the yeah, next week. Yeah, I mean, we've done an <laughs> hour. Honestly, like I think that might not be a bad idea. I mean, yeah, and I we I realized after putting so so everybody knows so part the kimono a little bit so people can understand what we're freaking we're talking about right now. You can part your kimono anytime you want. Yeah, I was about to say, (laughs) don't do it a little bit, baby. Just open that shit right up. What you guys? Yes, I'm not. I'm not wearing pants under my shirt. (laughs) I never wear. I never wear pants under my shirt. Wait, you're Winnie the Pooh in it over there? (laughs) I always Winnie the Pooh, dude. I always Winnie the Pooh. They say no shoes, no shirt, no service, but I have a shirt and shoes, just nothing else. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Don't say shit about pants. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> Luigi knows. Um, he knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, he does. So, yeah, the one the thing we were going to talk about was esports. And, like, I still kind of want to talk about esports, but we also already have kind of talked about esports. And I realized that, like, yesterday going through the list of episodes. Yep. I was um, I was doing yeah. that too, and I just hadn't had a chance to bring it up. I was like, "Oh fuck!" You and I, you and esports. I did this like in yeah. August, um, and yeah. so I know it was part of the reason why I wanted to bring it in is I know that like a couple of us in the group are super passionate about it, and I didn't want to like leave that off the table. But it's also like I said, we just discovered it's only been like three months since we had a pretty in depth conversation about it. Um, the reason I thought about esports, though, um, aside from Sarge and I talking about it pretty frequently. Um, is the fact that there are games that exist that we wish were esports or were big enough, were bigger esports, and they're not. And so, like, this can be mostly a news show, but I do kind of want to ask a couple of questions about esports mm-hmm. because I think it's going to be more interesting to talk about why we aren't more participant in that space. Um, than it would be to just talk about like the numbers like Eric and I did. When you um, when you say we, I just want to clarify for the audience and listeners: Are you talking about us four? Okay, there we yeah. go. All right. Yeah. So the, the reason I say that is um, Eric and I have talked about esports for years, mm-hmm. um, and we've kind of talked about it off and on when things come up. We've had several conversations about Overwatch League um, and how we want teams in our cities because like. Why the fuck isn't that a thing? And then Sarge 
follows it pretty pretty closely for a couple of games, right, Sarge? You watched like kind League of, of Legends, sort of. League of Legends, you, Rocket League, um, yeah. And we play a lot of Rocket League, yeah. and we frequently are like, "Why the fuck isn't there a bar I can go to and watch Rocket League?" Um, and then to round it out, Bobby just doesn't really have a desire for them. And so I think that's a pretty cool like mix of opinion because most of the shows we do aren't very mixed. Um, so yeah, like what about esports? Do you like or don't you like? And I guess we should start with the contrarian opinion, Bobby. Like, what? Why? Why is it not your bag of candy? Yeah, man. Uh, I think it's a lot like just sports in general for me. Like I, I grew up very active in sports. I was a three sport athlete like all four years of high school, and I did that. And I played a little bit of stuff in college. Um, I've always struggled to watch um, watch sports. That's really just difficult for me to do. Like I'm always uh, enjoying being active in it, but I'm not a very competitive person by nature. Like I'd rather I'd rather like have an experience that's shared. That's more of like collaborative rather than competitive in a lot of things that I do. And I understand that there's like collaboration from a sports uh, strategy standpoint too. But I think it's also just like I've realized at this point in my life, like the anxiety that comes with that stuff as well, like of being on and competing. And like, I think it has a lot to do with what I do for a living and like how much I'm interacting with the public on that sense and navigating through it that video games has always been a sacred place for me of like just like something i do that's incredibly intimate and personal and it's an area that like i've when i was a little bit younger i would play multiplayer games and like i remember being very young and like the days of like nintendo 64 where multiplayer was very much a social aspect yeah but i think like even by today's standards i can play a game with people either collaboratively or competitively and not really interact with them and I think Apex is a really good example of like where that's at right now as well. Like I don't have to really be overly strategic with my team. Like if I was going to be professional, yeah, I would be talking to them in real time. But like a lot of that pinging and stuff kind of it does the job for me, so I know where to go yeah. and what to look for. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately what it comes down to is that when I go to sit down and play a game, um, it's also why I've struggled. Like I've tried to stream. Like I've tried to do this. And I don't know how comfortable I am with that either. And, like, that's not anything against it. And I have nothing against people who are competitive with with esports or enjoys esports or who plays actual, like, physical, like, out there catching up all sports. I, I think that, for me, it really just comes down to I don't want to be on, necessarily, when I'm doing this. Like, mm-hmm. this sure. is something for me that like I like to be able to go into and then maybe share and do stuff with or talk with you guys about interact with the community about but like in the moment I like to be completely immersive and taking that in and I think that esports really it doesn't do that for me if that makes sense sure I uh, so to take it away from you specifically being involved in it Mm mm-hmm like, why don't you watch it? Because you, you like sports, right? You like watching sports. To a degree. Like, I enjoy going to the hockey games with my wife. Like, we have a good time with that. Um, I think it's one of those situations for me. Here's what, like, what it comes down to. It's very simple. If I have the opportunity to watch a video game, that means I also have the time to be playing a video game. And I would much rather be playing a video game than watching a video game. Yeah, and I was, hmm. was going to make that point, too, whenever... I was going to talk, so, so I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. add to it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You're not allowed to talk. So, that's 
I mean, I haven't talked for the past hour, so why why start now? Yep. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, good point. Uh, moving on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I can see it from the standpoint of, like, why watch? Because I can play. And if you think about it like this, like, everybody that watch real sports, out of the pro players and semi-pro players that are out there, how many of us right now can go out and just play any sport that we want to? So it's not like... Like at any point with us playing games, we could become an esports player just depending on how much we practice and play it. But there's no possible way that any of us are just going to go out right now and go play in the NFL or the MLB. Like it, the I I feel like the more it, it's more of a thing of having esports is is good for the people that don't enjoy real sports and for people that don't actually stand a chance to do a real sport. Because, like, people, there's people that sit down and play Madden all day long and be really good at it, be very strategic at being able to play Madden, the football game, but can't go outside and, like, have the coordination to throw or catch a football. So, for somebody yes. to, 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 like, want to watch esports, it's more of I'd rather play to see if I could ever be good enough to be a part of it instead. Because you can't really, I'm going to go watch football. Or I could be like I'm 35 years old. I can't really go outside and practice to to be a part of the NFL. It's like too too late for me. Yeah, but that doesn't. So like, there's a difference between professional and recreational, though, right? And like, yeah, I'm never gonna play MLB baseball, but like, I still like throwing a baseball, and that's the equivalent to me, right? Like me grabbing a glove and going to play and catch with a kid in the neighborhood is the equivalent of me. Getting on Rocket League and playing games with you—that's the skill difference, right? Well, I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to. No, you shut up. <laughs> I'm never going to compete on the level of a of an esports playing professional Rocket League player. I look at that and I'm like, oh my god, it's so amazing. And that doesn't mean that like I can't go and play Rocket League and have fun. And yeah. so similarly, like, we'll be, everybody here's throwing a football at a family gathering. Everybody here's played catch with somebody at one point in time you know what i mean <laughs> eric's like i don't have family um, <laughs> well you gotta remember my fa- the, the the famous line is football and crab cakes that what's that's what maryland does from fucking wedding crashers right that's uh, not really yep. true because at all my family outings there were my dad my uh sorry my, my dad my my mom's sister's husband played lacrosse at hopkins my dad's tossed the rock around you know for a little i grew up with a lacrosse stick in my hand i still play yeah. At a very highly competitive level, and I'm 38. Um, you know, uh, wedding crasher style. Wedding crashing style, <laughs> exactly. Um, but I, you know, you're, I. You're Bradley. That's Cooper what Eric crashers. does. Yeah, that's lacrosse what Eric does. I'm Bradley Cooper in Wedding Crashers when it comes to lacrosse. But <laughs> yeah, to, absolutely to Ryan's point, it's. I think it's I, I. I don't know that I 100 percent agree that a kid who played Madden doesn't get isn't necessarily somebody who can't go play football right i know plenty of kids who played who actually came to play lacrosse that i coach after playing the awful ea lacrosse game that's out there katie hudson lacrosse 2016 it's uh, not casey uh, hudson uh, it's not casey hudson <laughs> not casey hudson what am i why, why can't i remember the fucking kid's name uh, uh pal casey Powell. um right it's uh 
it's you know I, I, the kids have played that game and they're like oh I, the, my high school has this team I'm going to come play now like lacrosse in Texas is a little bit different than it is on the East Coast because uh, it is still very much a club sport so anybody can come play um, but I don't look at it necessarily as a limiting factor on you know real physical sports and I will be the first advocate of uh, and I think the reason that I follow Echo Fox so much is because. Um, one, I'm huge Jace Hall fan. Jace, if you're listening to this, please come on the podcast. I'll just sit here and drool the whole time because you're the fucking man. Um, but then also his partner, Rick Fox of the L.A. Lakers, uh, is an owner in that team. And Doomstick put something on the in the chat here. Um, and if you guys haven't found it, I don't know if you watch Real Sports on HBO. I love that show. Um, but they did a episode on eSports a while ago, and they were kind of being uh, – and even some of the sports commentators on, on – uh, ESPN have you know kind of been condescending towards it as it's not a real sport, and I completely disagree. And uh, we talked about that at length in our in our esports episode a while ago. Caleb is yeah, yeah. it is very much as much train these kids put in as much training and as much work. Um, oh, if you're a professional, like at any level, the t- the teams live together. Yep. They live in a team house. They have team nutritionists. They have team. Um, yep. Like exercise and, and, and um, fitness specialists, yep. they have strategy meetings, and it's like nine to five, sometimes is, nine to nine. It, it is a, like just constant practice, yep. practice, practice, strategy, work, workout, eat, practice, strategy, eat, go to bed, and then like do it again the next yeah. day. Um, it's just, it's it's a real sport, in, in in along the lines of anything else to those people. But I guess the question I would ask then for Bobby and Sarge is like. If the if the thing that's blocking you from from getting into it is the idea of like well I could just go play it instead of watch somebody play it, uh, what would you need for that's an esport? Not, that's not the point I'm making. That's not the point at all. Like the point I'm making is is that like I have very limited time to like commit to the games on the level that I need to, especially that I'm like involved with so many different podcasts at this point in my sure. life. That, like, I need to be playing new content to, like, be able to speak. And, like, I, I need to be reading up on what's happening in the industry. Sure. And so, for me, like, it's not that I think that I could go and play that game and, like, enjoy it and be that good. Like, look, I love esports. I'm, ha- I'm happy to have a seat at the table. Or that they have a seat at the table. I'm sorry. But for me, it's literally about, like, the time that I'm trying to balance things in my social life, my professional life with work. And then what I'm doing with, like, video games and those hobbies that I'm pursuing is... I'd rather be absorbing and creating content with those things yeah. that support that rather than like watching somebody do it. Now, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if, what, but what if esports was a part of your social life? I think that's what Eric and I want to see, right? Is like, like the chat brought up. I want to go to a sports bar and have every TV have a video game. Oh, I want to. I want to. Yeah, dude. Like, that's if I could go to a place to eat hot wings and watch video games, fuck yeah, I would do that. Okay, this is this is. I you're saying I could be watching it or I could be playing something. I thought was you but, being like, why watch a thing you can play? Well, here's the thing, that, though. Like, that was I'm just not my gonna, miscommunication. I'm that's not right. going to. Like, if you and I were going to link up and get lunch, and there was a spot that we could go to to watch games and eat eat food, like. Sure, I would do that. But like, if I was at home and I had X amount of time available to me, I'm going to be using that time to try and be a bit more productive for the things I'm involved in that I've committed those times to. Right. You you just don't watch sports when you could be doing something else. Period. Any sports. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's totally, totally fine. That's a completely different thought than I... I literally thought you saying, like, I could be watching esports no, or no, I could no. be playing games. I thought you were saying, like... 
And I think it why watch like, people play a game when you can play a game? And I was like, like usually, not- like to give you guys all a, you know a peek behind the curtain. I think you guys kind of assumed it, but like with my wife, like that time, like we try to watch it together. And look, I'll be the first one to admit it to anybody. Like I have a, an incredibly addictive personality when it comes to this stuff. And if I don't put some barriers in my life around it, it consumes me and mm-hmm. controls me. Yeah, it's the same way. And I am. and like it's one of those things that like I absolutely love and I adore. It's a huge thing. It's been a constant in my entire life, and I'm so thrilled to have it there. But I also recognize that I will abuse it, and it will abuse me if I allow it. And so, especially with my relationship with my wife, like I want us to have time that's protected and set aside that we do things together. That's not this. And so, like, if we're both home at the same time, we're, like, cooking food together, we're watching fucking Netflix, or one of those things, or we're out with our friends, seeing a concert, or doing something in those lines. If I'm at home, and nobody else is here, and I have time that's, like, just my time, it's, you bet your ass I'm playing video games. Or, sure. I'm making plans to go out with my friends to, like, go to a bar that would play Rocket League and give me hot wings. Like, I would absolutely yeah, yeah. sign yeah, yeah. up on that. Okay. So, so Sarge, does, uh... That that's something you would want too, right? Like a place to go watch esports. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, but I could do it at home too, though. Like my, like, I don't keep up with everything as much as you guys do, as a lot of it probably shows. But I just, I'm, I'm more of play games, you know. Like I've gotten Google alerts on my phone, and I look at a couple things every once in a while. But I don't dive into it at like, and research it every single week, other than like our news topics, that kind of thing. But, but like, there's times when I decide that I want to play League of Legends, I'll be playing that, but I'll actually pull it up on my screen, too, of, like, the eSports themselves. Excuse me? What are you saying, Eric? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, What's that? He's saying it's a waste of time. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Okay. That's fine. Um, I thought I I hit mute. I'm sorry. (laughs) Got me. Um, No, but I'd be playing League of Legends and then also watching, like, League of Legends broadcasting on Twitch at the same exact time just because like it's something I can watch while I'm I'm dead or like I can just have like that hype in my head the whole time I'll know? watch it when I'm dead uh, yeah you ever have a TV <laughs> with esports in your cast I ain't got time to bleed <laughs> I ain't got time to bleed but yeah I mean as a social aspect like I would go out and and watch like a sport somewhere like like people do with real sports now I mean, and yeah, and don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah, I'm not saying that yeah. esports are not real sports. I Eric said that earlier, and I was hoping he wasn't like thinking that's what I was meaning mm-hmm. when I said things yeah, earlier. Yeah. But I would definitely go out and enjoy that with friends. Like I've also wanted to go to like the League of Legends finals and shit like that. Obviously, when they're in America, but I ain't flying anywhere for that shit. But. I, don't know, I I would I would actually more likely go watch that in person than I would any other sport. Yeah. I think I think the biggest thing is right is there's a big barrier to entry and we talked about this on the uh, at great length um, Caleb the last time we had this discussion is we the four of us in the audience and the chat and the commu- our, our community are very up on video games but it's re- it would be really hard for me to look at a couple of the guys I go, you know, maybe I go hunting with or I go to the ranch with on the weekends and say, hey, guys, let's tune over to this channel. ESPN has the League of Legends final on, or in my case, because I like Smite more than I do League of Legends, uh, and then talk to them about what the hell is going on, right? Because 
I enjoy watching MOBAs, and this is another attack, another topic, and I think they lend themselves to esports is because you understand there's a red team, there's a blue team, and you can see things lining up as far as plays are concerned. And then, like, I know that, you know, the stick of truth with plus four agility is going to beat uh, down somebody who has the shield of wisdom uh, that has minus four agility, right? I understand that. <laughs> Those names uh, are so good. That, <laughs> stick, of, stick of truth. Yeah. South, South yeah. Park has a character yeah, yeah. in the moment. Um, anyway, but I understand that where the layperson who's not into that one, which is why I think we see games like the fighting game series, you know, the fighting games, uh, you know, Evo, uh, and things like that get a lot of traction among people who are not necessarily esports fans. And I'm not talking from a dollar and cents perspective, right? League of Legends, Dota. Let's let's take those out of the take those out of the conversation because those amass huge jackpots. Uh, but it's much easier for somebody from an esports standpoint to come into it and say, "Oh, here's a fighting game. I understand this. It is Ryu and Ken. There's a health bar." And I know that when one of those health bars goes to zero, um, this whoever's controlling that character wins. Same thing with Rocket League. I think Rocket League has moved esports um, uh, melee. Yo, I would go to I would go to an arena and watch Rocket League. For you me. went to an arena that had Rocket League. I did, sir. Like you Fuck, were there. Sir, yeah, I went to Rocket League's <laughs> third. I went to Rocket League's third birthday party in San Diego last year at Comic Con. Right, and they did it at Petco Park, and they had uh, pro games up on the jumbotron, and it was fucking amazing. They had pro games up on the jumbotron, and then they had Monster Cat musicians playing live music in between. Yeah, games and like at halftime. Oh fuck, dude! It was That's so awesome, good. and I think Rocket League's done a Everything great, about it. great job of bridging that gap into making something that is clearly a video game, but people can understand. Right? I don't think I don't think you're ever going to get a CS:GO or a Call of Duty out to the masses as an esport game, no. uh, or Overwatch. CS:GO isn't big. Esports, though. No, no, no. It yeah, is, but it's not going to be on Sorry, TV, sorry. It's like, not, I'm, I'm oh, talking okay, mass right. appeal, right? It, I understand yeah, they have right, their niche okay, audiences. Gotcha. What I'm getting at is is you're not. I'm not going to be able to look at my wife and say, hey, check this out. She's going to watch the screen. And um, we tried to watch Hardcore Henry uh, just because it looked relatively interesting, and she got sick the first 30 seconds into the movie. Um, because it's not because it was a, a terrible movie, but because of the first-person perspective <laughs> in it right, and right. it going everywhere. Um, and I think the biggest thing there is the spectator controls, right? There is there is yet to be a good way to spectate a first-person shooter because they move so fast, right? Um, yeah, and uh, Luigi, I think you said it best there, right, is um, is you've, it is a very small audience, and until that game comes out that everybody's playing that is not Fortnite um, or not Apex... Um, that gives everybody a reason to watch and cheer, and I think the Overwatch League was actually attempting that, and I give them a lot of a lot of points for that with the city-based teams. Uh, Dude, the World Championship for Overwatch League yeah. sold tickets that were more expensive than anything the Barclays Center yep, had. Yep, exactly. It's it's crazy. Mm. The tickets for Overwatch League's World Championship were more expensive than ju- fucking Justin Bieber tickets. Yeah, yeah. fuck. Yeah. Well, that that should be that way. No, okay. Just because you don't like them doesn't mean that like <laughs> teenage girls and boys Despacito. in droves. Nope, sorry. Okay. I... Wait, we're not playing Twitch things now. <laughs> no. No. I, I, I would do that. I, I don't think I'm ever gonna podcast again. Okay, good. Wrap it up, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> we out. We bye. Bobby, you're about to say something. Does that help clear it up a little bit? Like, I know yeah. that whenever we yeah. were in the Discord prepping the episode, I was just like, yo. Like, in a, in a much nicer way, I was like, I just don't give a fuck. And I think that, like, I don't have, like, a huge curiosity about it. But I am very happy that it's something that's happening. And if the I like if I could go out in public and see video games being recognized and the skill set that goes with it being celebrated, like I would absolutely like one hundred percent always do that. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Was there anything else newsworthy that we didn't talk about that we want to talk about more? Or do we want to spend the last like ten minutes before we jump into bounties um, just talking about <laughs> fucking Borderlands because I know Eric wants to just keep fucking gushing. Oh no, we don't have to talk about Borderlands. We can do a whole podcast okay. on that. No, no, no. There's gonna be yeah. there's gonna be a lot of Borderlands talk. I'll do for until the game releases. I will do a weekly news segment, probably every fucking episode on shit I learned over the week and speculation and hype. So yeah, um, so <laughs> Borderlands. So, Borderlands. <laughs> um, <laughs> so guys, I think we've hit our first. And, uh, hang on, I need to qualify. This is about video games, not about the podcast. I think we've hit our first lull in five months, right? Like, through from October through March, it's been constant new releases, new content, new releases, new content. Oh, I, I thought you meant lull in the podcast. I was like, that's a weird thing to bring up on air. I just said, I'm talking he about said games, not, the, not podcast. the podcast. I, didn't, I, I clarified to him. <laughs> Guys, come on. Give me a break. Eric selectively, uh, selectively listens to me. So yeah, like we've been real real release heavy through March. We've got one big thing coming out this month, I think, which is <laughs> big thing, we don't know, um, which is um, Days Gone. But we're pretty slow in terms of like huge, huge releases. Um, so what are we going to be... What are you guys looking forward to being able to do this month and, and, and in May? Yo, I've got Farm a fucking... Yeah, there's a backlog, man. Yeah, i got a yeah. backlog. Um, well, yeah, I'm, ask, I'm asking that. So, like, yeah, what, what from your backlog you wanna, are you excited to dig into? Uh, happy birthday, Luigi, uh, first and foremost. Uh, Just all of April is his birthday. So, I hit 30 <laughs> last Sorry for night, your mother. Thanks. That was a hell of a labor. Sorry, Bobby. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, thanks to the help of you guys in the division. I wanted to get to a point in that game where I was in the end game, and I could pop in and do some of that final content. So, that's that's there, and I, and I do think I'll, I'll keep playing some of the stuff they're adding in uh, yeah. this month. Um, I've got a few things going. I need to finish up Far Cry New Dawn. Uh, I really want to finish that story and get back into Hope County. I oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I want to finish Devil May Cry 5. Um, I picked up a really big RPG called Outward that, like, is so crazy. And co-op experience, and it's just very, very much a dense experience. It's probably like a 100-hour game. So I don't know if I'll get that done this year. Uh, with <laughs> but yeah. uh, it's something I definitely want to uh, spend some more time with. Um, I started uh, playing Monster Hunter Stories. Which was uh, a really rad, uh, like kind of a, a light version of the Monster Hunter series. It's a bit more turn-based combat, and you actually get to like train and work with some of the monsters, which is uh, pretty pretty awesome. And I started a game, which I was going to talk about my bounty, so I'll talk a little more about it then. But I started playing Baba is You, and holy cow, that game, that game is something. So. 
I'll talk more about that with my bounties, but those are a few things that I'm trying to get through right now. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Baba is you, and I'm, I'm super curious, um, specifically because of the way the Waypoint guys described it was fucking bananas. What, what, it, what is Austin, it? Austin was just what is the game? Austin was just like Baba is you. Oh, Baba no, is you. So okay. flag is win. It's and then I've, I've, fuck, dude, dude it's I, I don't think I've ever like simultaneously felt as brilliant and as fucking stupid as I do when I'm playing that game. Like it is, <laughs> it is an anomaly. Um, I'm playing on the Nintendo Switch. Oh my god, it is just fucking wild. It is wild. Awesome. I accidentally just blew all my smoke at the camera, so you know. And then Luigi, uh, to your point, it is thirty bucks a target. I've seen a lot of stuff pop across with like Wario sixty four on Twitter. I think that you can get that game for as cheap as twenty dollars. I think it's like twenty dollars on PSN right now, and I think it was twenty on Xbox Live as well for Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah, so, I think Far Cry's price is going to fluctuate a lot because it's not a it's not a full game. No. Okay, hold on. It is a full like like in in terms of content, it is a full game, but it's not a full release. It's just it's a it's like an extended DLC to um, the thing, <laughs> uh, Far Cry Five. So it'll be it'll I, will, I think we'll watch the price kind of move around with that because they can kind of do with it as they please. Um, it feels a lot like. Did you guys play um, Dying Light? No. Yeah. Eric, did you play Dying mm-hmm. Light? It was that zombie game that yeah. had parkour and shit. Um, they had a thing called the... F- not the following. That's what I want to call it every time. But they had a, they had a DLC that was about a cult. That, like, oh, yeah. Sure. It was all, it was, and it, it released as like a whole standalone thing for like 40 bucks. And it's like a full second game. It's in a different region, different factions, different enemies, all sorts of different mechanics. Um, this is what Far Cry New Dawn is. Yeah, it was- so when people were like, it's just reskin Far Cry 5, like, yeah, no shit. Um, and it sold for $40 off the bat, so it's t- totally fine. Um, yeah, Eric, what are you looking forward to getting into um, Man, I am in the next... I don't see myself playing much other than The Division. I am so fucking hooked on the end game of that and you know me and friend of the show uh odin last night we went and just were we got all the hunter masks except for the one that's glitched um right now and it's just um yeah i'm just it's i i could not be more just tickled um on how good a job it's really it's really like resonated with you man yeah like ubisoft did with that game uh it is everything that i've looked for um in that type of game um constant loot drops constant thinking about where i'm gonna go with my build um and i yeah i just love it um i am going like i said borderlands 2 is installed so i am going to check that out um i also the gear that gearbox game that they showed during the pax thing not gearbox games but they're, they're publishing it um the rise of rain 2 uh i did i did yeah. buy early access to that uh, nice man. And I want to hear about it because I love the first. Yeah, yeah. Smurf and I are going to dive into that in the next uh, week or so. Because if you bought it before March 30th, you got a friend to give to a, a copy to give to a buddy. Um, so Smurf and I are going to co-op uh, on that one um, yeah. for a bit. Uh, that looks cool. Uh, it just looks great. Another you know cool looter shooter. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, and then Vampire is on Game Pass, so I'm going to get onto that maybe. Oh, I'm playing that. Um, it's so much. Yeah. It's so. And good. then one thing we didn't. 
uh, we have not brought up, which this is maybe super niche, uh, but there was an old PC game, Vampire the Masquerade. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. That, got, that. The sequel yeah. is now coming out, and I've, that's been rumored for a long time, and I played the <laughs> shit out of that first game. Uh, Let me tell you guys how much of a fucking mess the title of this game is. Um, first of all, um, Dying Light's expansion was absolutely called the following. Got so it. I, uh, I just don't want to say that because of the show the following. But anyway, the new game is called Vampire colon The Masquerade. Yep. Semicolon. Semicolon? <laughs> Hyphen? <laughs> fucking co- Another colon? Bloodlines 2. And like, man... I thought that uh, fucking, what was that, Mutant Year Zero <laughs> Road to Eden edition, or Road to Eden was the most like, wow, you guys were just sitting in a room where we're like, let's take all these words on the brainstorm whiteboard and stick them in the title. Vampire the Masquerade 2, B- Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I did get really pumped, Caleb, just to, to add one more little thing on to mine was uh, Control got a release date for uh, yeah. August? September? August? So, August, yeah. That's a ways out, but like I'm, I'm very, very, very much into what they're doing there. Yeah, Quantum Break was fucking sick. If you didn't play Quantum Break, that game was dope. It may not have been like Last of Us good, but it did some shit. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. It is. Was really great. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. It's uh, it's super good, and it has like a TV show attached to it. Mm-hmm. So in between every chapter of every, every, in between every chapter of the game, you get a, an episode of, the, of a TV of live action TV show. It's fucking. Yeah, brilliant. I think. Um, Real quick before Ryan goes, I think this is the first year yeah. the lull I'm actually kind of excited about because there's been so yeah. much, and we normally get a lull in this time of year because we're a month out, you know, two months out from E3, and you know, there's just, you know, this is notoriously not a good time to release games. Oh yeah, when we say lull, everybody, this is the beginning of the drought, right. um, yep. for real. Like we won't yep. get anything big until fucking. August. But there is, I'm looking at clean my plate. So much shit out to do. <laughs> like we would enter in this drought, and we'd all by the time. You know, E3 rolled around. We just that would be kind of the thing that revitalized our blood, and yeah, then pulling our fucking hair. Yeah, out. and then the next one was, and then the games would actually start releasing in the fall. We we're like, we don't know what we want to do, uh, but now this one, I'm actually like, okay, cool. I've got you know Division Two. I could go back and finish you know Anthem up as they start to you know roll out content for that. Um, yeah, there's just uh, oh, and yeah. then game Did Game you? Pass. There's no, I never, I never beat it. Um, okay. Did you get Astroneer also? Uh, I have not gotten Astroneer. That's another yep. one. Oh, yeah. he's so fucking good. Dude, okay, real quick, before Sarge, before we, we, you, I'm going to let you go. Um, I've, I discovered, I not even discovered, I just realized one day, while we were right after we played Astroneer, that like that game has a full campaign, and that like you have to get to the core of every planet, and there's a thing called a fucking... Infinity Gateway or some shit, and if you turn them on on all six worlds, you get jumped through a portal into another no, dimension. Snap. That's what happens when you got six of them in. You snap <laughs> those fucking fingers and shit gets wild. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking uh. no, but like Astroneer legit has an end to its game. That's like camp. Part that's of what I'm saying. You snap your fingers and you get in game. That's they're what's called, going on here. They're called gateway engines, not infinity engines. Sorry, they're called gateway engines. Right, but like remember. the core of every planet has a gateway engine, and you have to figure out how to turn it on. It's and probably turn, the huge square things that yeah. I keep telling you about that have power nodes on them. Yeah, and when you turn it on, it takes you to a station, and then you can apparently when you get in the station and you turn all the planets on, it beams you somewhere and you get some achievement, and that's the end of like the campaign. 
I had no fucking clue. Like, Bobby, Sarge, and I played this game a couple nights ago for hours, and, like, I could just walk around and do what we were doing. Just mining resources and hanging out and having Yo, I fun. I think I was hallucinating at that point in time. We played so much of that game that, like, yeah. I don't remember, like, going to bed that night. I don't know what <laughs> Dude, there was a moment where we were having a full conversation, and you and I were running around on the map just doing shit. Yeah. Not like, communicating, just like plugging. I, we bu- read this I, I, I look dumb, back at it. More. I think we blacked out. I don't know what we built. I have no idea. <laughs> Dude, it was I, fucking wild. I haven't played wild. it since. I don't. Yeah. Want, I don't want to know. I don't want to look at it and see what the fuck we did. Yeah, um, Sarge, what are you going to be digging into over the next three to five months? Um, what did I'm, you miss out on, and what do you want to go back to, and all sorts of shit? I don't know. I think I, I talked about this last, like last week or the week before, or whatever. That I think I'm going to kind of pull away from shooters a little bit. Because I don't, I, I've done nothing but play those for 12, 13 years, like nonstop, and like I, I've got to pull we myself need to get away you into from that. Some story games, yeah, for real. Yeah, some, I'm like some, I'm uh, thinking about story games. Like right now, I'm playing Ellie Noir with the wife, and me and her are having a good time with that. I'm actually going to start streaming that with me and her both playing. Yeah, that game is so good. It, it is really good, and we're Law having and a good time. Pr- pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Until there's a police chase and she throws the controller at me. I don't know how to drive. Like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. it. God damn Jesus, it. take the wheel. I mean, Ryan, take the wheel. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I'm probably going to play a little bit of The Division. I'll jump on Apex every once in a while, but I'm not going to, like, make my whole day of it like I have been. Um, I want to jump into Astroneer a little bit more. Um, I want to... I'm going to start playing my, like, going back to doing racing games, so I'm going to get my Formula One game out. Forza, I'm going to get back on that because I haven't beaten that yet. Um, I've got a lot of races that I still have to unlock and that kind of thing. Um, honestly, I started playing Farming Simulator last night when I got home super, super late. And like, soy them beans. <laughs> I didn't, dude, I did not mind it. Like, I had a really good time. I, like, I sat here yeah, and dude. played for like an hour while those guys were grinding on Division, and I didn't even have the, the energy to switch over to Division. I was just like, you know what? I've been driving half the day. I'm just going to fucking soy them beans, you know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> A man of your talents, farming. <laughs> yeah, all, I, all, my, I, all, all my skills, and I'm over here fucking farming and shit. God damn it. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to take, take a step back from, from shooters for just a little while. Not entirely, just not making it to where it's not consuming my, all my games. And... Uh, like, because I, I don't want to miss out on division with you guys, but at the same time, I don't need to play it five days this week. Sure. Like everybody sure. else likes to do. So, that's probably what I'm gonna end up doing. I'm just gonna reach into my hundred and something games that I've got and see what's there to play. Sure. I um. I want to go back to City Skylines. I would definitely do that with you. I kind of wish fucking stream team like the the squad stream. squad streaming would be cool because we could both yeah. do it at the same time yeah i wish I that was wish a game was co-op tokyo yes. 42 would be amazing squad stream fuck it yes would. it would to see i have that in my cart ready to buy to see I to buy but yet. we would have to like we'd have to enact some kind of uh no screen looking rule <laughs> yeah, yeah for you us look, it, it would be amazing take, take for it the back to- <laughs> yeah it would it, it basically turns it, basically squad streaming yeah. i was talking to this uh i was talking to a buddy about this uh while we were uh um playing golf uh this morning the um uh, it basically takes twitch back to the golden eye era 
Like, if you are literally squad stream with a friend in that type of competitive multiplayer situation, <laughs> you can see where they are. And it's like yeah. we'd have to have we'd have to have mods in the chat watching people's eyes. Yeah. Like they're looking at the game, <laughs> not legit. Looking at their not street, legit. They're looking off the game and shooting people. Like, hey, they're yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, but I can't throw my controller at you like I would have a long again. time ago. Hey, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm get I'm getting oh, that Borderlands. So, I'm, I'm ready to dive back into that. Okay. Yes. So yeah, that's my my bucket list for the my <laughs> bucket list my backlog for the next like three to five months is actually kind of heavy i first of all i have to go back and play hitman 2 mm-hmm. i played the first uh setting of that and <laughs> fucking fucking doomstick heard borderlands and he's just like Bleh! um dude hitman 2 is if you like stealth games it is one of the best stealth games i've played it's so fucking good, and I, I fell off of it because a lot of stuff came out in November and October and December, and I just kind of had to deal with it. So I will go back to that and play through that in the next couple months. Um, Speaking of stealth games, to... uh, do you remember Sticks? Like you're oh, yeah. the creepy goblin guy. Like you're just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I, game is terrible. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I I kind of enjoyed it. Like I think Minka got into it for a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Gotta soy them stealthy beans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also so um, I don't know if uh, Tachanka King is still in the chat, but your name is based off of the home world of the Krogan. And um, just in case you didn't know, a podcast I do with my grandmother is out right now, and we're going through all the Mass Effect games. And Bobby just said he wants to play through all the Mass Effects again. We almost did that for this season, but. Next season, to give you guys a little peek at what's coming after the Mass Effect, or after the Bioware season ends, is a Bungie season, and so we're going to play through every Halo game again, um, and then just talk about Destiny 1 and 2, because we're not that masochistic. Um, but uh, yeah, so i got to play through all the Halos again, and I'm super excited about that. Um, and then... What? What's so funny? <laughs> Fucking Bobby. I just looked at that link in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's, he said he, he said he was quitting. I'm gonna start farming. It's so good. Oh, what no. is it? It's the scene with Mads Mickles. You just click it. Just click it. Just, just watch it. We'll put it's it in like the show notes. Like, quit, quit shooters for farming. <laughs> You'll know. I can't click it. <laughs> uh, click it after the podcast. I opened it up and immediately saw the scene. It was like, yep. Oh my god. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. That's gonna be my like my Twitter update every day that I play yep. that. It's it's gonna be that one. It's when he goes back to the planet at the beginning of Rogue One, and yeah. he's like, "I'm a farmer now." He's like, "Really farming a man of your talents?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, it's Ben Mendelsohn, yeah. and Bobby, I have to tell you, I went back, I went and found that fucking podcast he was on, where they have him read The Lion King and, about? It, and make it fucking creepy. Oh my yep. god. Fuck, dude, it's so yep. good. Yep. Um, I played it for my wife, and she was like, I feel uncomfortable, and I was yeah. like, yeah, it's fucking great. Um, anyway, anyway, Hitman, <laughs> um, Halo games, I gotta get into some Borderlands too. Um, I played Borderlands 1, didn't play Borderlands 2 hardly at all. Played for like the first eight hours, and then my friends all took off without me, and the next time I came in, I came in just for the mission where fucking 
Mordecai oh, is trying to save Bloodwing, and I won't spoil it for anybody, but it fucking ruined the game for me because I I, I jumped into the middle of it and was just like, what? Um, Boner farts. All I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man. Boner farts. I've got the Handsome Collection on PS4. Fuck. Damn, if only there was crossplay. Oh. I would, uh, I would play. I would play with you guys, if, Bobby. If we were just gonna... so you know, I'm getting a PS4 just so I can play Farm Simulator with my brother-in-law. So I'll, <laughs> I'll play that with you. I'll play. <laughs> really, a man of your talents, <laughs> farming. You're paying three hundred dollars. No, we, no, we had, we gonna had be, this conversation. It's going to be that night. and Hell Divers. I'm getting it for Hell Divers also. We had this, dude. Hell Divers. We had this. So mean you can actually night. play it because it sucks on PC. I don't like it on PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we can we can figure that out. Helldivers is fucking great. Um Farm into those bounties. Yeah, I've lost track of what it was I was gonna do. That's fine. But yeah, I have got Borderlands Halo and, and Hitman for sure. Oh, and I also have well we'll just move into bounties and I'll lead off yeah. with bounties since I'm currently talking. Um Bounties, for those of you who are watching the show and those of you who listen to the show, you know at the end of every episode we go through what we're watching, listening to, reading and playing to tell you what we think you should be doing with your time. Um, this year... This year? <laughs> fuck off. This week, <laughs> I have been watching... I watched a show on Netflix called Friends from College. Um, it's got Keegan-Michael Key and Fred Savage and... It's super good. Billy Eichner and Kobe Smulders and all sorts of... It's got a fucking ton of people and it's super good. Um, and I just... I watched all of season two in a, in a day this week. I had a day where I had to stay home with Charlie um, because uh, my in-laws were sick and they they couldn't watch her. And so she played with her toys and I watched that show while we cleaned the house and stuff. And uh, God, that show's good. And they're all 20-minute episodes. So you're like, yeah, I burned through the eight episodes in the season in like three or four hours. Um, listening to... There is... Well, I'm listening to the Astro Near soundtrack because that game's soundtrack is fucking great. And I'm looking at my iTunes right now to see if I'm listening to anything else. Nope, not really. I listened to a lot of Mass Effect soundtracks recently. Um, because I've been adding music and stuff to the podcast I'm doing with my grandma. Um, oh, what else? What's the other two? Listening, watching, playing. Uh, so, the thing I was going to bring up just a second ago in the backlog conversation is Sekiro. I have Sekiro. I played it for a couple hours the other day. And I don't want to say I bounced off of it. But I haven't had a, I haven't been motivated to start it up again, and I want to give that game its chance because I want to like see if I can enjoy it. Um, but I stopped playing the game right after it show, it tells you, and this is a mild spoiler for people who haven't played it and who are interested in it. Um, so like, just don't listen for like fifteen seconds. But the game punishes you for dying by making the people you interact with that aren't your enemies sick. And so, like, if you die a lot, they get what's called, like, the dragon plague or some shit, and they get, like, more and more sick, and, like, that was kind of discouraging to me. Like, I, I dying and having to try again is punishing enough. Don't make the world worse, because I'm not very good at this game. Get I want to give it a shot. I want to give it a shot. Um, and uh, reading, I haven't been reading much, but I did just get the subtle art not giving a fuck on audiobook. So love that book. I want to. I want to so give that. So good. Let's skim through. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. Nice. That's my list of bounties. Um, let's see. Let's go counterclockwise. Um, Sarge, what are your bounties? Um, watching. Um, today I got to watch 
my first race of the season for Formula One, which is really nice. Me and Ben watched that together. We were talking about it the whole time. It was really good. Um, I, man, the racing, I don't know. I've, I've stuck with, I've kind of watched racing off and on, like, through my life. And it's just, this type of racing is getting super, super intense for me. You know, like, this, this 18-year-old kid started racing for Ferrari this year. First, like his second race of the season, got a pole position, led 53 races, his car malfunctioned, and he went from first to third in like four laps and lost. And like, holy, like, holy shit, like this kid's 18 years old, could have won it. And like, man, it's just, it's so crazy to see like the insides of how some of these things happen with that. You know, I read an um, article that he um, started Formula One racing because he got the game off of Game Pass. No, it is. it's not true. April Fools, bitches. <laughs> April <it> Fools. <laughs> <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> not true because he's been racing since he was like five years old. I, I, I looked at his whole story. It's a full circle of jerks. Um, bah! I'm gonna inter- I'm gonna interrupt real quick. They're for real. Gran Turismo actually has a racing team now, and there are people who played Gran Turismo well enough. They got to go to the school, and one of them. Is actually a professional racer now for, for, well, yeah. Who was it? And Ryan, I, sorry. There's yeah. a bunch of racers, and you probably know more about this uh, than any of us in the in the group. But there's a bunch of racers that use like Forza and those games in rigs on the buses. They do bef- between yeah, yeah, races yeah, they, they, that because they they're so fucking games. accurate. Um, yeah. that to like practice. the Formula One game, like I, I started picking it up, and like it's a really fucking good game, and like they've got like the breakdown of every weekend that they do in real life. You do it in a game, and like you have to like do specific like testings through those practices to make your car better for the actual mm-hmm. race for your team to know what your your car is doing. So I mean, like yeah, those games are very very accurate, okay. and it helps cool. with that hand eye coordination. I mean, these guys juggle for hand-eye coordination before races and before practicing and like all of that kind of stuff they've got and then they show it all and say it's it's really crazy like these basic things are something that are helping them out like in their real late races so um watching i've been watching that um i've been watching community um i don't watch anything new really i just stick to the older good shows that I like. Shit, yeah, I watch I've, Friends. I've, I've, binged, like, I've been binging Community too. That show's so good. Yeah, um, reading. I don't read, so that's a thing. Um, and then playing, <laughs> uh, <laughs> playing. Uh, I've been playing Division, Apex, Rocket League, uh, Astroneer. Uh, I'm gonna add one more to my my lol game list, and I'm probably gonna pick up Ashen. Because me and Caleb got excited oh, about yeah. that, and like we played it kind of, sort of, and then just dropped it <laughs> completely. By kind of, sort of, everybody, we mean we played it for one night for like four hours, and then never came back. Yeah, and got irritated with the whole like disappearing on everybody's screens. And yeah, the multiplayer is poopy. Yeah, so hopefully it's different it. now. It happens. So, well, yeah, maybe. But yeah, that's that's it for me so far. Dope. Um, Eric, you're next. Uh, let's see. So. The Division. I'm definitely going to be playing that for quite a bit. We get title base in this Friday, so uh, I am at Gear Score um, to go and jump in on that one. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go conquer that. Uh, 
watching. I watched. Um, I've re- I read the book before the movie came out. Um, uh, but if you haven't watched it and you are a fan of uh, '80s rock and roll, as I am, um, the Dirt on Netflix is fucking awesome. They do such a good job of uh, you know making Motley Crue look like <laughs> the Motley Crue that they were. Um, nice. uh, yeah, Smurf Act is up uh, up in there, so we get that in a second. That was awesome. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, my microphone's muted. That's why you guys are hearing an echo. Something else is picking up my audio. I don't know. Um, That's good. Then uh, let's see. What else did I watch this week? <laughs> I'm making a ditty for it. And I thought I, I started. I started music. watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood again um, because uh, my daughter has actually taken a shine to that show. Um, this will be the fourth or fifth time I've watched through it. Uh, there and then I've actually if you guys don't know what lore is the podcast I highly recommend it I finally finished all of the episodes of um, do you guys know what that is lore nope. okay so a guy named Aaron Mankey does uh, really deep dives into different like kind of urban legends and like dark history ma- subject matter right um, so he, they're 30 minute podcasts 30 40 minute episodes um, that he just has a conversation like uh, the latest episode is called Crooked it's all about the different buildings in Washington DC and some of the dark shit that happened in there uh, in, in them throughout you know and it's you know hundreds of years ago it's a very historic podcast but then I actually just started listening to his newest one tonight um, which is called Unobscured where he takes an entire season to address a single subject matter uh, so this one is all about Salem, Massachusetts, uh, and the Salem Wish Trial. So it's 27 nice. episodes in of 40-minute content only addressing that subject. Um, and it's wow. super cool. He's got uh, super in-depth if you're into any, you know, focuses on all, like, urban myth stuff. Um, That's they awesome. Re- they released the newest trailer for, uh, I don't know if you guys are excited. I'm excited about it because I read these books, like, a hundred times when I was a kid. Ooh, uh, but yeah. the but the, the the scary stories to tell in the dark series. Um, yep. I love that you're starting to see all those monsters get confirmed. I love that we now saw Spider Pimple um, in the latest trailer because that's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> Sarge's face when you said Spider Pimple, uh, he was like. So they're the they're. <laughs> The, the whole premise is is it's just an, an anthology of stories, Sarge, um, that are just you know creepy shit like um, like goosebumps. Yeah, they're darker than goosebumps, though. It's not well. Yeah, yeah obviously, yeah, obviously, goosebumps is like kid friendly. Yeah, yeah. And this then, is, well, these okay. were yeah, these were more yeah. Anyway, uh, but I, I I ordered the trilogy of books off of Amazon so I can read to uh, read to the kids because uh, I. Nope, nope, I think those nope, are nope, just nope. Uh, I think those are just great stories to share with your family when all the lights are out. And the Spider Pimple, she's gonna like wake up in the middle of the night. Well, she saw the. Tr- Daddy, Daddy. Why wasn't Why wasn't Spider Pimple in Into the Spider Verse? I don't know. It's a good yeah. question. That yeah. should have been how uh, Peter Porker was born it. into the Spider Verse. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte's Web gave him a Spider Pimple. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Anything else, Eric? Uh, nope. Nope. All right, um, Bobby. What are your bounties, Bobby? Big, big, big bitch, Bobby's bounties. <laughs> big bitch, Bobby's bounties. Watching Death, Love, and Robots. Ooh, what'd you think? Uh, I'm still getting through it, but I, I, I'm loving it. What episode are you on? Uh, oh, we never know. Uh, never mind. Doesn't matter. I yeah. How many uh, have you watched? Two. What are they? The first one is uh, the 
like the battle simulation where she controls the monster. Sunny's game? Yep. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then the second one is when the three robots are walking through the post-apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, both yeah. very good. They're both very good. Uh, listening to a guy named Mellow Fellow, and it's very much as it sounds. And Soft clothes required. Yep. Uh, I'm playing Baba is You. Oh, God, that game... That game is fucking wild, guys. You gotta check it out. Baba is you. I keep and, thinking you're uh, saying Baba Yaga because I'm like from John Wick, no, but it's not even. No, no, no. Baba, Baba is you. B A B A is you. Um, <laughs> it's a, just a mind fuckery of a puzzle game. Um, and then reading, I you know, not a whole lot. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I did get the uh, the. Um, Apple released that news app update for the Apple News Plus. So there's a 30-day free trial with that. So I was on there reading some magazines um, and just, like, flipping through that. But that's really about it. Dope, dope, dope. Um, so before we wrap up, we have one more thing that we do. And I meant to do this before the, the bounties, but I forgot. We have a segment of the show called Smurf Facts where our good friend Smurf, Dirty Smurf, the real D, Dirty Smurf, um will give us a fact that's obscure as fuck. The um, smack. To record a... The smack. The, the smack. smurf fact. The smack. Smack. The smacked. Yeah, I tried to record a little ditty that you guys didn't know about, but... Uh-oh. A little, a little ditty? What? No, I was not playing. Oh. <laughs> now it's, the moment's gone. <laughs> smurf facts. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> we're gonna have to figure yes. out a way so you actually get that onto your computer. Oh, oh so my god! Smurf oh, facts, oh yeah! Smurf facts, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. And it needs bit. to like pop up on screen. Just Smurf facts, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, Smurf facts. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm so glad that turned out well. Uh, Smurf fact of for the week is. <clears throat> and I'm going to read it for you. Player reaction to a simulated disease in World of Warcraft so closely resembled historical records about real plagues that actual real-life epidemiologists are currently using the data from World of Warcraft to evaluate how people would respond to a potential future virus outbreak. We know how they would respond. Uh, they would form factions called the Hyenas, the True Sons, Black Tusk, <laughs> yeah, and all ravaged exactly cities. Until division agents were turned on and took those cities back. Yeah. They're going to mix their gained knowledge from from fucking World of Warcraft, the division, and State of Decay. <laughs> and we're, we're going to build society. We This week's news was that the army is recruiting video gamers. Next week's news is that the apocalypse is recruiting gamers. God. And I think we're all. I think, the, to be honest, I think the gamers are more ready than most for that. Eventuality. Yeah. Oh yeah, if I'm checking every up, book bag in a house to see if I can find a can of food. <laughs> if zombies, if zombies, if zombies show up, I'm I'm down. Let's let's fuck them yep. up. I'll punch the fuck out of a zombie right in this right. So in his nose. so if the apocalypse happens, do we automatically like no parkour? Yes. <laughs> like, do we just get? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll turn. I'll turn parkour, parkour to auto on, yep. and I'll just hop over everything unintentionally. <laughs> when I don't want to. 
I've died. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Caleb, Caleb told me about rich. that, and I was like, oh, sweet, that sounds really cool. And like the first fight, I was like, here I come, guys, I'm in cover. Oh, shit, I'm yeah, in a fight. You guys all <laughs> stop to like get a vantage point. I'm just fucking over the edge. Yep. Just like, bye, y'all. Just Later, guys. Over court. the edge with your whole so, ass out. Like, hey, hit me right <laughs> here. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. This has been a long episode, um, but we appreciate you guys hanging out and listening. We've been a fucking... It's been a good episode. Um, real quick, as we wrap up, I give you guys all the places to find us and to find our content. So, um, the podcast gets posted every Monday at 10 in the morning. It's Sunday night, so tomorrow might not be right at 10 o'clock. Um, but I'll do it first thing in the morning and get... Oh, fuck, I've got a busy day tomorrow. I'll get it done. I'll get it done. I've got a bunch of shit going on tomorrow. It'll be up tomorrow, though. Whether it's morning, noon, or night, you'll get it tomorrow. Uh, but that's on nerdybiz.com slash listen. And, fun fact, you can now find us on iTunes, Stitcher, fucking Google Play Podcasts, and Spotify. We're all over the place. We are, we in this bitch. We um, in it. You can find anything that we write on nerdybits.com slash read. You can find the schedules for Sarge and Glass when they stream on nerdybits.com slash watch. And um, Sarge is going to change his schedule sometime in the near future, so keep stay tuned for that. Yes, I will. Um, you can find nerdybits on Twitter at nerdy underscore bits. You can find Bobby sleeping while I'm doing this. You can find, inst- <laughs> find nerdybits on Instagram at underscore nerdybits. You can find me everywhere it's important at lubwub that includes gamer tags. Bobby, before you fall asleep, where can people find you? Lumberjacksmack.com. Got links to all my shit there. That's it? You're not going to talk about the cool shit you're doing? Well, yeah, that's fine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You can find it all on his website. What else? What else is yeah, look at the website. Part? That's like, got all the cool shit. I'm doing uh, some like quick look videos. I'm doing some like even quicker look videos on Instagram, um, where I'm trying to do like one minute takes of like games, just like a quick little rundown of what I'm playing and like when it came out, who made it, uh, why I think you should check it out. Um, I'm trying to post a preview of the games I'm going to be playing on Twitter and Instagram. So like. Five games a week, hopefully like one long format, uh, quick look or review, like a five to seven minute video near the end of the week where I talk a little bit about one game a little bit longer, um, and I post that uh, to YouTube and then also to uh, to Instagram and a few other spots there. But really getting into some of the the video capturing and editing and quick look stuff with that. It's been it's been a lot of fun. I'm having a good Dope. time with it. Dope. Um, Eric, where can people find you? Home. Harvard Glass. Everywhere it counts. Um, yeah, that's it. So, Sarge, where can people find you? Sarge and Sodium, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Xbox, and soon PS4. That's exciting. Um, yeah, dudes. This fucking. I said, yeah, yeah dudes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Shock Shock bro, dude. Bro. Oh, Let's fucking go. Bro. We're out, man. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> I fucking hate everybody. Thanks for listening, guys. Secret out. Shut up, Bobby. Don't say that shit. Smash that subscribe button and smash it. Fucking hang loose, bro. Yeah, like you know, whatever. Yeah, Secret. Secret out. Alright. Just end it. We're done. See you guys. I think I'll be on playing Rocket League after this. Sarge might be coming with me. Um, 
Yeah. Saw, dude. Saw, dude. We gotta go. We gotta go. Thanks for listening, guys. Take it easy. <laughs> See ya. Oh, oh no. Ah. <laughs> uh.